0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Play Like a Girl podcast, one of the new shows for SB Nation's Ohio State site, Land Grant Holy Land. We talk all things Ohio State football and talk to and about other women in Buckeye Athletics and beyond. I'm your host, Tia Williams. And I'm your co-host, Meredith Hine. You can follow me on Twitter at Tia Williams, that's Tia with three A's, Meredith at Meredith Hine, and of course the site at Land Grant 33 thanks so much for tuning in today. We've got some exciting content for you today about a team
1: that you almost assuredly do not love. <laughs> so while we still have Penn State ahead of us in football, I think most of Buckeye Nation is already gearing up to face Michigan in just a few short days. It does feel like the season has flown by, Tia, I can't believe we're already at the close of the regular season.
0: I know, my gosh. I'm kind of sad. <laughs> I'm sad too. But as the
1: saying goes, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. That's really why last weekend I found myself on the couch for Big Noon Saturday on Fox to watch the Michigan-Michigan State game. Um, Tia, I don't know if you caught the game or not, but I think you may have gotten a feel for my feelings um, and general level of annoyance based on how often I was texting you.
0: Uh, Yeah, I did not catch the game. I was out shopping with my mom. She was in town, but I really wish I did when you were texting me. (laughs) So here's what happened. Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt were on the call, and at one point
1: after a play, Johnson asked Klatt to explain something, and I quote, like he would to his mother. To me, this seemed archaic, and as we've discussed on this show many times, demeaning to female sports fans who, just because they haven't played the game of football themselves, are looked down upon. And then something else happened, which happens every time I watch this crew. Gus Johnson introduced sideline reporter Jenny Taft as the all-American girl. Um, It made me scratch my head trying to figure out exactly what the implication that he meant was, because none of them seemed good to me. Uh, And then finally, uh, this was kind of the crescendo of this whole situation. Uh, Said sideline reporter Jenny Taft was reporting on a conversation with Michigan's Ombre Thomas in which the junior defensive back said that the Michigan-Michigan state rivalry is no longer big brother, little brother, as former Wolverines running back Mike Hart outlined more than a decade ago, but rather big brother, little sister. Um, We'll be sure to include the link to check out Thomas's words for yourself, but Tia, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, so there's like a whole lot to unpack from this weekend. I mean, just back to back to back, but I just think as someone who speaks on television, whether it be sports, news, game shows, I mean, literally anytime you're on a nationwide platform, you have to watch what you say. And I, I don't know if maybe you think we're nitpicking here, but these are like archaic, as you said, terms. You have to have a progressive mind in terms like all-American girl or play like a girl or man up. I mean, there are so many. They're so outdated. I don't care if when you grew up, those were common phrases, which maybe that's the case with Gus Johnson. Even if those terms were like, okay, back then, you need to learn what is no longer politically correct. And even if, or you said he kind of paused before he said, explain this to me like you would my mom. So I think he knew that 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 was a very tone deaf statement. And I kind of said in his defense, maybe he was just taking a crack at his mom. She might have found it funny because she doesn't know football, or maybe she does. Um, but considering that he did kind of pause, I think it it just came off as demeaning toward all women, all mothers, you know. You would definitely relate to that if you were a mother. And you're like, oh, yeah. so explain this to me like you would a mom. It yeah. Exactly. And as a mother to a
1: dog and a cat, I consider myself (laughs) offended by this whole situation. But realistically, to your first point, um, you know, maybe we are nitpicking a little bit, but at the same time, these are professional announcers whose words are what they get paid for and why they have a job. Yeah. So if you're not going to be cognizant of all the way that your words can be taken, you know, that's, that's a problem. And frankly, Tia, you and I, we do this podcast. But for the most part, we do writing. And so I do think it's probably a lot easier for us to always go back and reread and see how things play out. And so their job is definitely much harder, um, especially given the fact that it's live. But at the same time, that is is why they get paid the big bucks to do these things, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, he could have just literally said, like, explain this to me for people who might not understand. I mean... (laughs) That's all you have to say. Explain and then, this to
1: me like you would a five-year-old. They yeah. probably
0: don't know. Yeah. I think that's neat. Right. An oh, all-American girl calling a sideline reporter an all-American girl is just so cringeworthy. That, that term to me is objectifying. Like, that term used to be used to describe, like, the perfect woman. You know, I just picture, like, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes – skinny whatever the 1950s coined you know the perfect girl and the fact that he's using it to describe his colleague was just cringy (laughs) I
1: mean to your previous point like this isn't something he came up with on the fly he does it every game and it's very every time he does it I'm like does she not feel a little creeped out like I don't I can't speak for her I don't know her feelings Maybe it's an inside joke between the pair of them. But again, when you're broadcasting to millions of people, not everyone has that context. To your point about maybe Gus Johnson was just, you know, nudging his mom in a very friendly way. The rest of us aren't in on that joke. The only thing we're left with is the perception
0: that we have. Yeah. And I always, I just think about, the younger girls watching this broadcast and hearing these terms, and especially the Michigan-Michigan State comment, where he called the rivalry big brother-little sister. I mean, God forbid any little sister hears that, and <laughs> they're not dumb. Like, they know that that is an insult. And it's hurtful, because, like, you know, the big
1: brother-little brother thing, like, okay, that's I mean, whatever. men are playing
0: the sport. You yeah, know. fair.
1: But when you change the little brother term to the little sister. Like, we all recognize that the little brother was supposed to be the demeaning term. Right. And now you've made it seem like the little sister isn't even, you know, invited to play, isn't even able to be a part of the yeah. the
0: game. I think it's just crazy how kind of automatic these phrases come out of the men that say them like they just I mean, I don't know if Gus Johnson did kind of want to take it back. But it seems like when it is said, it's just they don't even think about it. It's just like a thing that people say. And so it just makes me realize that we do have a little ways to go.
1: You know, I I feel less bad calling out Gus Johnson on this. I do think the Michigan player, he is a kid. He is a college football player. So he's you know, a young adult if nothing else and should definitely get a talking to and right. he's not a grown man who's getting paid to talk about sports.
0: So I want to point out a tweet that you sent me, which is super surprising in my opinion, which I will admit, but... Um, is this the, good news? It's good news. And I'm, I'm like mad at myself for being surprised by it, but the top five shows of last week among women... Between the ages of 18 and 49 were, one, CBS's NFL National. So, number two was Sunday Night Football. Number three was Monday Night Football. Number four was Fox NFL Single. And number five was Thursday Night Football. I mean, hey, the top five that. were sports. I mean, you know, I watched, I think, every single one of those. So I just think that's awesome. I wasn't expecting it to be all five.
1: Yeah, and I think what's great to me is I also watched all of them. And you sort of feel alone when you are a woman and you don't have the visibility that we've talked about before of other women watching the, the sports that you want to watch. And so I think that it's really comforting to know that, you know, you're not alone. Hang on.
0: <laughs> Jack. So I think the reply to this tweet of... The top five shows kind of sums it up best. She says, this should come as no surprise. Football is a smart sport. The more female faces we see in and around the league, the more interested we become. I'd rather follow an NFL franchise than a real housewife any day. I love seeing all the sideline reporters in the league who are women, and she's exactly right. Like, the more representation there is, the more audience you're going to attract to your show.
1: Absolutely. And you see this argument playing out in every other area of business in the United States, obviously, with California's law about needing to have female representation on corporate boards, and you see it everywhere else. But companies or organizations, entertainment franchises, whatever, they're going to succeed when they're able to demonstrate that they have diversity in their leadership on the field in their cast in their companies or whatever you have. And the NFL is certainly no different. um, When they're able to prove that they have women who are a part of that community, and then more women will be drawn to it.
0: I have found another tweet that I think is the perfect conclusion to this topic. It's by Sarah Kelly, who we had on the show before. And she she said, one thing that she gets as a sports editor, the comment she gets is you probably know more about sports than I do. And she just says, that that doesn't sound bad, but she's like, it doesn't matter if I know more about sports than anyone. It's not a contest. Like, it's turned into this contest that, oh, men, it, men know more, women know more, whatever. So then she says, the thing is, men don't own the concept of sports and thus have no right to act as gatekeepers. A woman who doesn't know a damn thing about the game has just as much right to be there as a human stats database because sports don't belong to you.
1: I love absolutely everything about that comment. At first, when you read her tweet, I was like, no, actually, like she should take pride that she probably does know more about sports than the average bear. But I think her final point about like, it's the democratization of sports, like it should be something that everyone can love and everyone can enjoy as much or as little as you want. And that's what's really cool about it. And it's not as I think her point was, and I don't want to speak for her was that it's not a zero-sum game. Um, me having more knowledge doesn't diminish your knowledge. It just means that, you know, I right. happen to enjoy this more than you do. And I think that's really, really cool. Because And it's a great way to encourage, especially women who have not traditionally had this involvement to enter the sphere and to say, you know what? I, I don't know if I like football. I don't know if I like basketball, but I'm going to go to a game and I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to see if I enjoy myself. And it's not like,
0: it lowers the barrier to entry. It makes you able to just give it a shot and see what happens. You can be a fan for so many different reasons. You can be a fan because you're from that city or because your grandpa likes that team, not because you know every single player or because they've won this many games or, you know, it's sports is like entertainment purely for everybody. I don't know when it turned into this like guy and girl thing, but it needs to end. That's all I know.
1: More positive things to look forward to this week. Ohio State women's athletics are in action. uh, At the end of this week and this weekend, we have hockey with a two game series against Colgate Friday and Saturday, women's volleyball against Northwestern on Friday, and then swimming and diving are representing in the Ohio State Invitational this weekend. (laughs) He has a lot of opinions about women. Yeah, he just wants to add his two cents. Alright, so to close out our show, uh, we do like to give shout-outs to the awesome people
0: who have had a positive impact in our lives this week. Tia, did you want to start? Yeah, so this is kind of similar to last week because I shouted out our editor. But now I'm going to do the whole land-grant team because... Once again I have a chaotic week and 3 of the people on our team have agreed to like switch stories with me and switch days so literally reducing so much stress in my life so thank you guys <laughs> forever appreciate it's that been great Yeah what about you Well I'm going to give a shout out
1: to my mom Tia I know you experienced this a couple weeks ago and you were home with your family but I'm home with my family this week I had a Thanksgiving, and my mom has, as always, been awesome, but what I was giggling about before the show was last night, we all went out to dinner, me, my husband, my dad, and my mom, and we're chatting with football. And my mom's pretty quiet. But all of a sudden, she started just dropping knowledge on all of us. And based on the subject of our show, I certainly should not be surprised because she's sitting there watching all the games with me. But it was just really fun to be able to be part of a family that is able to have a conversation about sporting events and everyone be engaged and everyone feel included. So thanks, yes,
0: mom. That's the best. All right, guys, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining me, Meredith, and Chuck. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Tia Williams. That's Tia with three A's. Meredith at Meredith Hine and the site at LandGrant33. We'll be back next Thursday and every Thursday after that with new shows. Thanks again for listening to Play Like a Girl. And as always, go Bucks.